Welcome to the Wow Marriage Podcast. In our marriage, we had a blast in the whoa, this is awesome phase, struggled and endured through the what was I thinking phase, and fought hard to get to the wow marriage we have today. It's our goal to share with you some practical tools, biblical principles, and help you reach the wow marriage and stay there. So buckle up, get ready. It's going to be a great ride. Now let's get going. Hey guys, we want to welcome you back to Radcliffe, Kentucky, right here at Abundant Life Church for our 2023 Marriage Conference, February 17th through 19th. Come one, come all. So you know, come and have your dancing shoes on. We're going to have so much fun with the after party. We're also going to have translations. So, hermanos, firmense para que disfruten también en la conferencia. This year's conference theme is Covenant is Greater Than Contract. Not only are you going to hear from the WOW Marriage team, but guess he's back. Pastor Terry Lynn Scott will be speaking Friday night. No matter if you've been married five minutes or 50 years, it doesn't matter. A marriage conference can help anyone. Make sure you join us. Go to the website, alcky.com. Click on that marriage conference icon and get registered today. Can't wait to see you there. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning back again. This is your program, The Wow Marriage, where we give you biblical principle and technique that we have applied through our 32 year of marriage. Yes, 32 years. I tell you what, it is truly uh, exciting um, to be here, you know, with my wonderful wife. Uh, 32 years. I we just had to say her. that. I'm not <laughs> just kidding. We just celebrated our anniversary uh, last month. And um, oh, yes, we yes, did. We did. See, you forgot again. She forgot last year. You, that, we forgot last year. <laughs> we. That's true. No. Because okay. we celebrate every day. That's we right. always plan on dating. We always plan on having fun. And we do it purposely. We're not going to talk about that, but we do. But this we is do. fun. I mean, this is what we do. Um, every day is engaging. We make every day of our marriage, you know, on purpose. And we do that, you know, to the glory of God and for the love that we share with each other. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in all the good times and bad times, you know, things that we've been through. Um, it's it's very important to know what we said before about rules of engagement and, you know, how you get through things and work on your marriage. But today we're going to talk about a very, very serious. Well, it's all serious. All serious but today but we're going to talk about a very, very sensitive subject. We yes, because mm-hmm. uh, we actually uh, lived it. And this is what to do after a betrayal. And, you know, many times people say, well, when you think of betrayal, they only think of, oh, he cheated on me or she cheated on me. Yeah. And it's not only that. How about if you feel betrayed with the finances? Yes. How do you trust that person again with your finances? Maybe they ask for a loan without your permission, your consult, mm-hmm. or or that you didn't know they have a certain amount in the savings. All that's betrayal because that means you didn't communicate right. and you mm-hmm. broke someone's you trust. You broke the trust. You know, there are varying rules or varying levels of, of that betrayal, just like uh, my Maria was just saying. It's not just necessarily that, you know, evil, evil, bad thing of, of you know, a, adultery, you know, fornication or, you know, you know, porn or something like that. It could be, you know, everyday thing. When you step outside of the confines you know, of your betrayal? covenant. When you find out that you tell a secret to your spouse... And they told their law, the mother-in-law, or something. Yeah. That's betrayal too. Yeah, it is. Because like, I remember I that time you when with you this told... information. No, <laughs> actually, I was very good with that part. Yeah. But how, tell your mm. testimony. How you dealt with betrayal when I went and committed adultery? How did well, you? Well, I, t- I tell you what. It was it was a very very hard pill for me to swallow. 
um, you know, when Maria disclosed that, that, you know, she had uh, stepped out on me and committed adultery, um, we were already in church, we were saved, and we were trying to work through our role, our place in ministry. But the hard thing was when she told me immediately, I, I, I knew and I know the word of God, immediately I had forgiven her in my heart. But see, the problem is where the battlefield began. It was in my mind. Mm -hmm. My mind was the one that caused me to be stirred up with anger and resentment and strife. My heart was saying, hey, you know the word of God, man. You forgive her. Yes, I do. But my mind was saying, hey, look at what she did. You know, she cheated on you. Why? And then, you know, I tell you what. You, your mind goes, man, if you've experienced this or women, your mind goes there. You know, you know, how was it? Was it better? Why? Let's be honest. You know, um, yep. did it happen more than once? Will she do it again? Those things, that's the battlefield of the mind that you really have to grab a hold of. Well, if you want, now you'd say, honey, that you right there when you first find out, you knew that you already made the decision that you were mm -hmm. forgiving me. But then we had a deal. Many times we think we haven't forgive because we're dealing with the healing process. Yes. Uh -huh. So... A forgiving is not a feeling. Mm -hmm. It's not a, I felt prompt. I didn't feel, I felt the Holy Spirit leading me into forgiveness. Yes. Sometimes the Holy Spirit will help you. But a forgiveness is, hey, the, just like anything else in the Word of God, He said to do it mm -hmm. and you obey. Forgive right. those as God has forgiven you. So you make the choice to forgive me, but you were dealing with the pain. I was dealing with the was pain. the healing part. Yes, the pain and the healing process. And, you know, it really goes back to play, you know, uh, several podcasts back when we were uh, coming up introducing ourselves to you when I made the statement that said, I ain't going to hell for anybody, <laughs> you know. And, you yes, know, I remember you telling me that. That, <laughs> that was what came about when that, you know, when I, like I said, I immediately forgiven her because I knew the word of God. I knew that that's what I was supposed to do, but that healing process. And if, here's a scripture right here in Romans 13, 14. It says, you know, instead, clothe yourselves with the love of Jesus Christ and make no provision for the desires of the flesh. So my heart was totally in this, but I had to battle with my mind because I was making provision for the flesh because I I wanted to be angry. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be resentful and I wanted to take the knife and drive it into her every and opportunity that, that I could. You never above temptation, no matter how yeah. long, how old you are, because you were like, what, 30 something? I was a few years ago. Like 40s, when you're 40ish. <laughs> He's only 50s now, but he looks so good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but um, you had to make the decision who's your healer because yes. no matter what mm -hmm. I do to make it better, mm -hmm. I will always fall short mm -hmm. to bring healing well, to the relationship because I am not your healer. Right. And see, I mean, you, my Maria didn't fall short per se because she never justified. <laughs> she never said why. She never, you know, said she planned it or she was, you know, feeling the way she felt when she did it, but she was always um, forgiving. She was always graceful. It was me having to deal with the pain and hurt a man, you know, of what my wife did. You know, I provided, I loved, I gave, and we, we had a, right? Our relationship wasn't that good. It wasn't. You know? I mean, you we had a rocky of... relationship, you know, yeah. but still the things are, when something happens to you at that level, you immediately want to justify all of your actions based on that. 
and that and, is not in line with the word of God. And if you really want to the Holy Spirit to be part of it and be the healer, the person who committed the sin against should never try to excuse us why yeah. did I do what I mm-hmm. did. And I think that uh, was a key component to bring healing to our mm-hmm. relationship. Now, mind you, <laughs> this is going to sound crazy. It was never the sex. Mm-hmm. And we have to be honest in here. It was never the... Uh, I saved myself to marriage, yeah. you know, so it was not like I wanted to. I think I just wanted to hurt you the way I was feeling hurt, but that doesn't excuse mm-hmm. me. And one of the things I think it helped is when I was so willing to lose you because my relationship with God was more special than this. Sometimes we have in the altar of our heart, we have our spouse instead of having God. Yeah. To me, it was more important my relationship with God than being honest with you because the Holy Spirit told me to tell you. Mm-hmm. It was all directed and orchestrated by the Holy Spirit. Even though it happened, gosh, yeah, 20 I years mean, ago. I mean, it was 20 years? It's, 23 years ago. It's a long time. Well, it's been a long time since Anna died. It's been like 25, actually. Wow. Yeah. However, I was already serving God, and I felt like the Holy Spirit was leading it to this other part. I remember the Holy Spirit telling us, if I'm going to use you, the way I'm planning to use you guys, mm-hmm. you have to be an open book. Right. So I was mm-hmm. willing to answer the hard question, like you said, you want to ask how, when, all this stuff. Detail. I was willing to sacrifice because I trusted the direction mm-hmm. of the Holy Spirit. Right. And then, you know, I mean, guys, let me tell you something. <laughs> You really don't want to know the answer to those types mm-hmm. of questions. You know, I was doing that in an effort to try to make her hurt the way she hurt me. And it really wasn't the best thing to do because, you know, she was willing to tell me and she told me and it's like it would make it made me more angry. And I'm like, well, dude, man, you're an idiot. <laughs> Why are you doing this? Why are you subjecting yourself to this when the scripture it says, oh, we're talking, we're going to Old and New Testament. But he tells us in Exodus 1526, you know, for I'm the Lord who heals you. And then again, in Isaiah 43, 25, God says, I, even I am he that blotteth out thy transgressions for thine own sake, and I will not remember thy sins. So that's what Maria was doing. She was, she was, she was appropriating all the scriptures of forgiveness and grace, you know, not justifying what she did, you know, but in line with the word of God. But I was the one dealing with it because I was hurt and I wanted her to hurt. Like I was hurt, but I wasn't appropriating the scripture. I wasn't doing it right. In my mind, again, in my mind, in my heart, I really truly forgave. Mm-hmm. But I had to satisfy that battlefield in my mind and and you know call catch those thoughts, Captain, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and call them to the obedience of Christ. Because the enemy's not gonna see back just because you're trying to be honest and open. Right. But I like what you say immediately. You as a know what the scriptures say. You didn't wait it to forgive me. Immediately, right then, you apply the scripture. Mm-hmm. You, whenever you find out things like that, it is more important your relationship with God than your relationship with your with spouse. The, with the because right. you immediately decide to forgive. Mm-hmm. I said, no, I'm, I already forgive her. I already forgive you. I remember when I told you, you immediately told me, I forgive you. And I think that was crucial not because I deserve your forgiveness, but because you value more applying the word mm-hmm. of God, what the scripture right. tells us. The longer you wait to choose to forgive, yeah. the worse the, it's going to be because you let it now root of bitterness grow into mm-hmm. your heart. The word of God tells us, you know, how to, how to do this process mm-hmm. and who to trust in the process, which is 
the Holy Spirit, like right. I said before, no matter what I did, I will never be the one who healed mm-hmm. you. I couldn't do nothing right. I mean, I tried to do everything right, but I remember even after you decided to forgive me, we still have a lot of arguments. Yeah. When they, and you retaliate, and I, and I never was. And like, I, w- I would always bring it up and throw it back. We were in talking your face, about who did the dishes, you know? said, because you cheated on me. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, it's, Who's it's, gonna it's clean stupid. Up? You cheated on me. <laughs> so you do it. You know, you do it. And it's like, that really, that's not the way to handle it. You know, when you are, when we are walking, you know, under the grace of God, we need to give that grace the same way that God gives us grace to walk out our lives and to do what he has for us to do. And in the process of the healing, Chris, just because it was going bad, that doesn't mean the Holy Spirit was not working in your heart. Yeah. So we didn't give up. Mm-hmm. Just we, ju- we just didn't got weary in our well-doing. It took a process, I think maybe three years until finally you were like, you know what? I can talk about it and it doesn't cause me pain. It was that long? Yes. Man, I was an idiot. No, okay. <laughs> you were young in the wow. Lord too. You were yeah. young. But mm. but um, by the grace of God, we apply the word of God, even but, though the, oh mm-hmm. yes, go ahead, no, I'm sorry. No, but you see, the, 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 the key thing is that even through that, you know, it's like my Maria said, it was about three years. I I, I really don't think it was that long, but I, I, I trust her word because I don't remember how you long it actually was. <laughs> but I, I know it was a long time, guys and gals. You know, I know it was a long time. But you see, you know, the thing is, in all of that, in all of that, as young as we were, you know, in the Lord at that time, we still never put that one cuss word on the table. Divorce. We never talked about divorce. No. You know, and even the scripture says, you know, you know, uh, under, under, uh, under adultery. the come, Yeah. You know, adultery, you know, that's grounds for divorce. I can legally and rightfully in the eyes of God divorce you because mm-hmm. you committed adultery. Yeah. But we never even, we wanted to work it out. Yeah. You know, um, I tell you, you know, we could have divorced. We could have talked about it. But, you know, no, I, I back up. You know, I think it did come up a couple of times. Towards and, the very and, end. And, and, and we said, you know what? This is not what we're going to do. We're going to work through this thing. You know what it, it healed me? I think mm-hmm. it sounds, what it helped me to apply a lot of, gra- not grace, to understand that you did love me. You told me, I don't care with who to be in. I don't care if you've done it after Christ. I will still forgive you. Mm-hmm. And those little words brought so much hope to mm-hmm. my heart. I said, you can do yeah. this. And I tell you, he still that's, love it's you. A, he just hurt. Uh, mm-hmm. It's it's a hard thing. And with people <laughs> saying, you know, well, I'll never forgive because he did this or she did that. Or, you know, I won't forgive or I can't. I tell you what, you know, when you say words like that, you have to think about your relationship with Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. You know, so imagine on that date, Christian folks, you know, non-Christians, you know, just you know, just listen to what I'm saying. So just imagine on that day when you stand before Jesus Christ and you're trying to justify your life to him to get into heaven. And then he says, how come you didn't forgive, you know, so-and-so for what they did? Well, he just hurt me or she just hurt me so bad and I just couldn't do it. And Jesus is going to look at you and say, look what I did for you. Mm-hmm. Look what I did for the people who killed me, I personally took that on to give you the grace of life and salvation and forgiveness so that you can walk in that and enjoy all the benefits and experiences of life. You know, I died for you. 
This person hurt you physically, emotionally, mentally, but you were still alive. You had every opportunity to repent, to forgive that person the way I had grace and mercy and forgiven you, but you chose not to do it. What's going to be your answer to him? How are you going to justify that you are more, you know, righteous or more honorable than Jesus Christ to where you can't forgive when he forgave the very people who killed him just for you and I to walk in his grace and mercy. Amen. And Amen. to repair the breach, to give us access again to the Father. How are you going to justify that? Exactly, because at the end of the day, I think we truly don't value or we don't have a revelation of how important is the forgiving and the healing of your heart because Jesus lived in your heart and the lack of forgiveness and the lack of trust as well. You mm -hmm. have now had to learn how to trust me. Right. I had to learn how to trust you. If you don't learn how to apply that in your heart, you make your heart hard. And how can mm -hmm. Jesus live in your heart? Right. You know, I know we're going to have to have part two of this because this is, we now have to talk about when you betray me with finances. When you, when mm -hmm. I retail, you're talking about you behind your back. We need to, how do I apply um, the healing process mm -hmm. the after being betrayed? But yeah. one thing I can tell you from this side of the fence, you were dealing with the part of the healing process and the pain. Now, I was the one who did the betrayal. Mm -hmm. Now, what do I do to inc so you can see me a woman that you can trust, mm -hmm. and so you can see that I really uh, was remorse of what I have done, and to prove not only to you but to myself and the enemy of darkness that I am a different woman. Right. You know, the word of God say just like you say in Romans thirteen fourteen, make no provision for the flesh. One of the things, and now we're talking, what do you do? Mm-hmm. As the person who betrayed you, now what I decided to do, I'm going to make no provision for the flesh. You know what I do? Um, I'm going to watch out what I talk about. Mm -hmm. So when ladies get together and they talk about this guy is fine, that guy is fine, I, the Holy Spirit said, you don't have an opinion. Mm -hmm. Do not make a provision. I know it's in a little extreme. Or let's say we get together. I had a lot of single friends. We get together, we go to certain places that I know it can be a temptation or it reminds me of the person that I used to be. I'm like, I'm mm. not going. Some programs, they remind yeah. me of the club scene mm. and, the, and the dancing scene and the flirty scene. I'm like, I'm not watching that because I'm not going to make provision for the flesh. And it's not sinful, but I know where I was. I, it's saying that I, the same thing I did when, for drinking. I watched no show about where alcohol scene. I didn't talk about how fun. Glorifying alcohol. I never talk about, you know, I, oh man, I used to get wasted. That was so good. Or mm -hmm. I never talk about, oh man, I remember guys want me all the time. And that's not a conversation because I'm going to make no provision for the flesh. What mm -hmm. do you say? I said that was the alcohol talking. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, mama, you know well, yourself. Well, I don't, fine. I don't, I don't talk. I don't talk. Mm -hmm. about, really? <laughs> <laughs> this is a serious matter, people. Okay, yes. This right. is a serious yes, matter. No, this is very serious. This is <laughs> no, very I know, serious. I know. Because yeah. mm -hmm. he, healing has taken mm -hmm. place. That's right. how we can mm -hmm. talk about it without the pain yeah. anymore. And, you know, uh, you're talking about what you did after the betrayal. You know, one thing I gathered with that is one of my favorite scriptures is uh, 2 Corinthians 5.17. You know, it says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, is a new creature. Old things are passed away. You know, behold, all things are become new. You know, and all these things are of God who gave us the ministry of reconciliation. 
you know, he didn't impute our trespasses against him. He didn't mm -hmm. hold our sins against us. Mm -hmm. And he gave us the word or the ministry of reconciliation. So being reconciled to God, I had to grab hold of scriptures. I had to renew my mind. Mm -hmm. Okay. I had to make no provision for the flesh. I had to honor you in spite of how my mind told me to hate you and to despise you and to look at you in disgust. Okay, you know, okay, I okay. had to look at <laughs> easy, easy. <laughs> I had to look at you through the eyes of love and compassion because, you know, and I tell you what, guys and gals, let me tell you something. When you try to justify it, it makes it all worse. She never tried to justify it. And that was one of the very things that helped me get through it. You know, she repented. She said, I'm sorry. I don't know why. Well, I did it because I was hurt and I wanted to hurt you. But, you know, when we began to talk about it, she never defended herself. She never justified. I never you know, brought your sin. She never brought my, yeah. You know, you know, uh, you know a verbally and physically abusive relationship. Yeah, I never said, well, you, know? you used to physically abuse me for 15 years. I, none mm -hmm. of that matters. Because you know what? I'm. Uh, this is my... My number one thing about healing and disagreement and healing after a big fight, this is the thing with me. I always tell you that if I don't nine things right yeah. and I don't one thing wrong, I'm going to apologize for that one thing and I'm going to make mm -hmm. no excuses. Yeah. You know, that's why people cannot settle an argument. Because, but you did this, but yeah, you did they, that, well, but you did this. They want to keep yes. score about who did what no. and how it wound if up. If you did a, B, and C, but I did D. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna say, babe, I own yeah. up to that D, and I, I messed up. And I, I, regardless that you did A, B, and C, I'm not gonna justify this. Okay, for me to behave like I'm not a woman of God. Mm -hmm. You know what I say? And say, go for you. Well, I said, I admit that I did that. I did that, and I'm not gonna say because you did that. Right. No, because mm -hmm. the, I, I, I always say. You know, lo 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 love doesn't keep a, a record of wrong. No. Love doesn't count up, you know, the wrong. You know, love, you know, gives compassion. You know, you know, love is kind. You know, love, you know, you know, it, it forgives. It helps. You know, it restores. It reconciles. You know, it's just like, you know, God is love. Amen. Jesus Christ is love. So when you take all the things that you've been through or, you know, um, the betrayal, this is all about what to do after betrayal, you know, you know. Get into God. Yeah. You know, and get allow into the him scripture, to heal you. allow him to heal so you. So let's say, let's recap what we talked about here. I, who committed the betrayal, keep myself in a short leash. Oh, if yeah. If you that's messed good, up, yeah. you keep yourself. If you have problem with alcohol, you keep yourself in a short leash. Mm -hmm. Like one of the things I did, I wouldn't even drink non-alcoholic beer. I just, I just don't want anything that remind me of that person that it died. Is it sad? No. But Maria keep herself in a church. Mm -hmm. Now, um, talking about, like we said before, talking about who's finding, not even in Hollywood, I don't care. That's not a conversation for me to have. So I kept myself in a church. And the, the, the other point, it was that you remember who your healer was. Mm -hmm. It wasn't me. Yeah. So no matter how much I try to own up and do it, you recognize mm -hmm. Who is your healing? Right. Not your spouse who right. committed the betrayal. But right. I really believe, baby, we're running out of time. Are we mm -hmm. going to do a part two on this? Yeah, we'll do a part two. But uh, let, let me end this by saying, you know, God can do absolutely anything that we allow him to do. Mm -hmm. If we allow him to heal us, he will. If we allow him to restore us, he will. Amen. If, he, if we allow him to let the forgiveness work in our lives and the compassion, he will. But if we don't allow God to do it, he won't. So, you know, don't spend a lot of time, you know, thinking about a fight, 
trying to battle through and expecting expecting a fight. How about thinking about the grace that God has given you and then share that with the one you love? Amen. <laughs> so with further ado, thank you for tuning back again. Yes, and okay. expect number two to come around. And we are very blessed and honored for all those who take the time and invest in your marriage to listen to this podcast. Yes, and I tell you, um, we're really grateful. And um, guys, you know, send stuff, um, send us an email, you know, check us out on all the platforms, mm -hmm. you know, uh, Facebook, uh, well, all the social, social, <laughs> social media <laughs> platforms. <laughs> yeah, so hey, we love you and take care and we'll see you guys next time around. God bless you. Thanks for listening to the Wow Marriage Podcast. We pray that the experiences shared today will not only bless you, but inspire you to have your very own Wow Marriage. To stay connected, please be sure to subscribe to this channel and also visit our website at thewowmarriage.com to watch this podcast and others in video. We call you blessed in Jesus' name.